Hi, and thanks for joining us. I'm Veronica. I'm Erica. And this is the Context and Color of the Bible podcast, where we're bringing back the context of scripture so we can add color to the black and white pages of the text. We're sisters. We love to study the Bible. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we have to get it out of our brains and teach the Bible. Pretty much. So yeah. we started a podcast. Right. <laughs> I so think we even if no one listened, we would still just keep doing it. We would, because I'll make my children listen. There you go. So, but that's what we're here to do today. This is episode 10. Double digits. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about time. It is. And Erica's still <laughs> teaching okay. on the Mosaic Covenant. I'm stretching it out. You are. But before we get into the Mosaic Covenant, you were actually tell, wanting to tell me something interesting. Well, it just struck me because we were talking about covenants with Jacob and Laban. Yes. So we're backing, jumping back yeah, to way Jacob back and Esau, to, Jacob. Yeah. Okay. Laban's the horrible uncle that switches his daughter on their wedding Oh, nights, yeah. Okay. Like the trickster uncle. And it struck me. Father-in-law? The father-in-law. Yeah. Who's his uncle? Who's his uncle? There you go. Yeah. We won't even go there. His father-in-law twice over. Yeah. That Laban says to Jacob, I want to covenant with you to make sure when you're not with me, you'll treat my daughters okay. Because he cares? No, but that's what struck me. Why is he doing that? He doesn't care. I thought, because he would do the same thing. If he was in Jacob's shoes, once Laban's out of the picture. Oh, I'm going to ditch Leah. I'm going to ditch, yeah. I'm going to oh, ditch the one I don't want or I'm going to treat him terrible. Because Laban would do that himself. Yeah, because he did that. Right. So oh, he's yeah. going, okay, Jacob, I want to make sure you don't do what I would do. So I'm going to make a covenant with you. Because then you're stuck. Because then you're stuck. But that's how serious they felt about oh, yeah. the covenant. Even Laban, a trickster Laban, did it to the deceiver himself. Right. They both, both the men who deceived. Right. Both take you the covenant You think they needed a covenant. Uh, yes. But isn't that interesting? They're... Their names are trickster, deceiver. Right. That's their nature. But yet a covenant was so serious. They even wouldn't. They wouldn't break Yeah. It. That That's shows how, you. Right. Mm -hmm. The weight of a covenant. Can we keep finishing each other's sentences <laughs> like we just were? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. That That's how yeah. much. Right. That's they, how, how seriously they took covenants. Right. Like normally I deceive everybody, but I can't here. Right. And mm -hmm. I want to make sure you don't. I, I don't want to worry about my daughter's. Not that he cared, I think, I know, too I don't much. really feel like he cared. But I think it was just... And I think Rachel showed to her dad, she didn't care either. Well, yeah. When she tricked him. Yeah, not that he ever knew. No, he never but she did. Out. She was, yeah, something yeah. else. Interesting. Hm, yeah. That's a fun little... Yeah, it just, I was thinking about it. Yeah. Because you're a nerd and that's what you think. I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, yes. I know. I'm a nerd. So funny. That's why we have fun conversations. I will proudly wear that badge. <laughs> so with that, Erica. Yes, we will finish up the Mosaic Covenant. I'll say Lord willing. Just, today? Just in case. Today. Are you yes. sure? Yes, I am very pretty positive. Okay. So last week. You want me to do the quick little where were we last week? That would be wonderful. Because I've got the notes. Yes. Last week you were laying out the terms of the covenant. Mm -hmm. That there were 613 terms, commands mm -hmm. of the covenant. Yeah. But they didn't apply it. So go bigger than just the Ten Commandments. I think right. I've heard, like, the Ten Commandments was, like, the highlights or the... Right. It's almost a summary. Like, right. Yeah. And you, you, could, you could fit each commandment yes. of the 106, 613 yes. under one of those. Yes. So here's, yes. here's your Cliff Note version. Yes. Uh, you can take the book Would of Deuteronomy. Would that be accurate? Yes. There's okay. a section in Deuteronomy. You could take it and split it and put them all under... 
the Ten Commandments, which okay. is fascinating to look at the book of Deuteronomy. Like that, that way. Yeah. That would be a fun yeah. in-depth study to do on your own. Yes. One day. <laughs> Not on a podcast. Right. So, but that's where we are. And, oh, no, where we left off last week was the Israelites had made their golden calf. Right. To worship in place of God because Moses, right. they assumed, was dead. Right. After 40 days. And Moses and God. Mo- God was done. <clears throat> right. Moses said you can't. Right. Moses knew God was faithful to the covenant. Right. And I think that's where he left us. So God doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. And then we had the Levites. Right. You would think this was like a week ago that we recorded it with the way I'm all of a sudden remembering. Right. Five minutes ago. Right. But does that set you up? Are you good to go now? I think so. So I think, because you could legitimately ask, so why even give them commands? Yeah. Why bother if they can't even keep it for a day? Right. I mean, Moses says it to them. God says it to Moses. I know you're going to break it. I know you're not going to keep all my commands. So why does God even give them commands? And we looked at a couple thoughts last week to show Israel how to live like God. Here's what God says. Be holy. And holy means set apart, unique, separate, dedicated, consecrated, consecrated. Think any other you want Holy to doesn't always have, I think the big thing is holy doesn't always mean moral perfection or perfect. It doesn't mean moral perfection or perfect. That's a different concept. Because time can be holy. Time and space can be yes. holy. Yes, so we've got to get right people out of the thought of holiness means perfect. Whole, clothes can be holy. Food can right. be holy. Water can be What's holy. The fir- here's the trivia. What's the first thing in scripture called holy? Oh, you're right. Do you know it? It's um, time. Yeah. The Sabbath. Sabbath. Yeah. And time can't sin. No. So holiness obviously can't. Or be perfect. Right. It has to mean more than perfection or So set apart, dedicated. Right. It's a better. Right. It's a much better. Kadosh. That's the Hebrew word. Yes. Good job. Well, that's one of my top hot topics when I teach Bible study. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. I have a couple top words you need to know if you're going to study with me. That's (laughs) one of them. Yes. All right, so. So one of the honest reasons God gave stipulations or commands as a part of the covenant is to teach them how to be holy. Here's what it looks like. And I love it. The rabbis, the Jewish teachers said every command, every single of the 613 commands is teaching you one of two things, how to love God or how to love your neighbor. Which then, if you go the whole Ten Commandments, the first five right. kind of deal with, they always say vertical. Right. And then six through ten are horizontal. Right. And the rabbis would say, yes. And in fact, all of the 613 commands are either vertical or horizontal. And they all come down to how do you love God and how do you love your neighbor? Right. Which totally fits with Jesus in the I New Testament. I was just going to get one. Would you like to finish that No, you that can finish because you'll know it better than I am. But it's, it's, oh, I, it's this is off the top of my head at the moment. <laughs> so feel free to add in. It's not in my notes. Oh. But they, were all, they always had those big discussions in the first century. What are the greatest commandments? Out of the 613. Well, because you can go like Micah broke it down to. Do justly, love mercy, walk humbly. Right. Right. And, and then, so, G, then it's always like, well, can you it's break almost it down, like a right. yeah, I can name it in one note. Exactly. <laughs> type thing. Exactly. And so Jesus goes, Yeah, I can make it too. Love God, love your neighbor. Right. And the and the rabbis totally agreed with Jesus on that perspective. 
at the time of Jesus, there was still a lot of discussion right. going on in the, the Jewish world. But after that, they started to solidify the th- certain things. And one of the things they solidified was all the commandments are about loving God or loving your neighbor. Because if you can do both of those, you're doing pretty right, good. you're good. You and know Paul how says, to treat your neighbor. Right. And who is my neighbor? But then that's a big question. Who's, who's my, my neighbor? neighbor? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Paul comes along, and I forget where he says this, but love fulfills the commandments. Doesn't he say something? He says something like that in it's the not New a, Testament. I don't have a lot of Paul memorized. Well, I don't either. Because he repeats himself, but a not lot. with the exact same words. Right. That's a whole other topic that for is, another day. We will do a podcast on memorization. Yes. Because that's a good topic. So God gives Israel, uh, Israel commands how to live like him and also to teach them practical things. What do you do with mold? You burn your house. A moldy house or moldy clothes. What do you do if you have a skin rash? What do you do if you... And think about it. They didn't have, like, microscopes. Right. And they did... I mean, I mean, with my kids, I homeschool, and it's fun doing the history of medicine because... Oh, that is crazy. Because the thoughts out there of... I mean, right. the doctors would have more deaths than the midwives because the doctors thought having bloody aprons and bloody hands and right. going from one bloody patient to the next bloody patient right. showed they were a really good doctor. Right, but, but they, they were spreading disease Yeah, and so you need God to come along and go, hey, look, right. you don't even know about the smallest germ right. virus, right? but I'm going to teach you. And you actually see that in the Dark Ages. If you read through the Dark Ages and the Middle Ages, where a lot of the plagues came from and where they went, yeah. a lot of the, um, the Jewish community by this point, point was spread across Europe because they'd been kicked out of Israel by the Romans. Right. After we are jumping twice. so far ahead of we the Mosaic are, Covenant. Right, right. But this is because it totally fits with that. And so they're spread throughout Europe. There's still some Jews in the land, but most are scattered throughout Europe. And so you get these plagues coming through and they're spread because of how disgusting people lived. Oh, but okay. guess what the communities, <clears throat> the communities that didn't get as badly affected were the Jewish communities. Oh, Because they really? lived according to God's commands and they didn't get as sick. Because they had hygiene. Because they had hygiene. Because God taught them, here's how to live. Oh, Here's what to do. Here's what not to do. And so actually they had a lot less death in the Jewish communities from the plagues. The problem is the Gentiles then blamed the plagues on the Jewish people because right. they weren't dying. So then they would kill them anyways. So they really, it wasn't... It turned out bad. Right. They were still persecuted because of it, but the plagues are not what killed them. It was the people. It was the people. But because of the Torah, because they obeyed God's commands, God's teachings, they actually made it through the plagues But that better. makes so much sense because you're sitting in the middle of a desert. Right. Without running water. Right. High, I mean, How refrigeration. Do I, I mean, all of right. that. Yeah. Right. So some of the commands were really practical. Were practical. <laughs> Here's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's how to handle regular life. Right. Right. So it's uh, so again. I think what one of the things you're saying but not saying is the Torah, the law, is not this horrible, unbearable, heavy thing. weight. No. A heavy weight. No, no. it's just. Here's how to live. Right. It always leads to life. Right. <laughs> Whether it's like physically, yes. I'm going to keep you alive because you're not going to get sick. Right. Or here's how to live and bring my light yes, to, to the, the nations. nations. Because Israel was meant to portray God to the nations. And if so, you're surviving plagues, you're going to look different. Right. Exactly. If you're eating different, mm-hmm. you look different. If you dress different, you look different. If you worship your God different, you look 
different. And mm-hmm. so everything God did in the life of Israel through the Torah was showing them, here's how you live differently. Here's how you live set apart, sacred, right. holy life. So I would say today as believers, how are we supposed to live? We're supposed to look different from the world around We're us. We're supposed to be different. Just like they are. Just you, like they and are. And so let me ask you, do you feel like that's a burden? Like, oh, God just gave you this horrible weight and guilt to bear? I think we look at it as a burden. Like, oh, look at all the things. I can't listen to the music they do. I can't talk like they right. do. Instead of going, no, I get this awesome privilege of representing an amazing God to a world that's dying. Yeah. A world that's in chaos, in confusion, that is desperate for community, for relationship. I get to portray God to the world. I get to show mm-hmm. this amazing God. I don't think we often look at it that way. No, but I think anything you can look and go, this is such a drudgery. Yeah, your marriage. Yeah. Like, oh, now I'm stuck with this man. Right. We don't go into marriage thinking that. Right. We're we don't excited. wake up every day thinking, I'm stuck with him for the rest of my life. There's right. probably times we all feel that way. Right. That's life. But yeah, but that's not. Right. But I don't look at my marriage that way. I don't look right. and go, oh, I look and go, yay. I want to be with you. Right. I look forward to being with you. Right. And I there, want to do things that right. make you happy. Yes. I want to do things. You know, I know my husband loves green olives. They're disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I like black, not green. I like black. But so every so often, just as right. a fun surprise, right. I'll bring it home just because it makes you know, him happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, the and that's what God but I think that's what people forget about, and I'm totally jumping in on you. Oh, that's fine. That's what God's doing with the Israelites here. Right. They don't know him. Right. They haven't served him, walked with him. Right. And so right. rather than have a guessing game of well, what do you like, God? What do you want? Like the ancients used to do with the Greek yes, gods. Yes, yes. I don't know which God I offended or what he wants, so. And now I've got to do all this. Right. And I hope one of these things make you happy. God right. goes, I'm going to tell you what makes me happy. Yes, yes. So you don't have to guess. You mm-hmm. don't have to wonder. Because yes. if my husband's ever listening, there are times I go, I would really <laughs> like dark yes. chocolate and caramel excuse me my throat is a little or swedish fish he knows right. that but you right. get to know that because you listen and because you spend time together right you walk with the person mm-hmm. you do life together and that's what god wanted with israel that's why he had them build a tabernacle a home for him mm-hmm. so he could walk with his people dwell with his people he wants to be with them he wants to know his people and he wants his people to know him mm-hmm and so how do I get to know a God? Well, so they're not necessarily terms of, they're terms of a covenant, but it's also just... Get to know me. Yes. Here's I mean, who I am. Right. When you first Here's get my married... Here's my favorite stuff. Right. Like when you first get married, as a wife, I, I didn't know how to cook. I mean, I kind of knew. still don't. I, well, I can at least follow <laughs> you, a recipe now. You still now. didn't know how to cook just because you asked him what you want. he wanted. Right. But I asked, like, what do you like or what do you not like? Right. And... I'm trying to think. I know there was just something that recently came out. And I'm like, you don't like that? I thought all these years you did. <laughs> Sorry. But you do. You get to know each other. Mm-hmm. But early on in the relationship, there's a lot of this. Here's what I like and don't like. Right. I'm just going to tell you. I'm just going to tell you. I don't like fish. I wish well, I did. I, know. I don't. Such a bummer. I know. I wish I did. Except for deep fried halibut. That really wasn't bad. I know. But that's a little expensive. We'll have to do that again. Yes. So a lot of this is practical. Here's how to live. I mean, he's telling kings, here's how you treat a nation. Yeah. Here's how you treat your servants, your slaves. Here's how you treat your neighbors, your Which friends. even that I'm going to jump in real quick and not that we're going to get on the slavery topic. No. But if you read how God's, 
You treat them like family. You do. God actually says, here's how you treat your slaves. Right. And they had to ignore parts of the Bible. Right. In our his American history. Yes. It's because yes. God was so good to the slaves. He was. It wasn't about degrading, no. demeaning. It was they are still no. a human created in my image and you're gonna treat them that way. Right. Right. So little caveat there. Right. Not that we <laughs> We're getting into slavery. <clears throat> right. We don't yeah, we're just gonna drop it right there. Yes. The Bible is very specific about how to treat your servants, your slaves, your neighbors. Right. And throughout history people often forget that. Yes. Yes. So, and it was a way to show God to the world. So just like the Levites were to represent God to the nation of Israel. Right. Israel is to represent God to the nations. Okay. So in the, if you read in the prophets, the prophets are constantly saying, one day, Israel, the world is going to start coming to us and saying, tell us about your mm. God, O Israel. And you get a picture of it in actually uh, with Solomon. When Solomon, so you have Saul, the first king, David, the man after God's own heart. And then you have Solomon, David's son. And Solomon's the one that builds the temple. And he's the one that prays for wisdom and understanding to rule the nation. And God blesses Solomon with all this wisdom. And if you read, and I, it's Kings, and I think again in Chronicles, the nations start to come to Solomon and say, tell us about your God. The queen of Sheba comes right. to Solomon. And you see God blessing Israel, but then that blessing goes out to the nations because the queen of Sheba comes and brings Solomon gifts, but she goes home with greater gifts than she gave. Oh, didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. If you look at what he gave to her, okay. she, she gets the benefit. <laughs> like She goes away with a whole lot more. She's glad she visited him. Seriously. And it, it talks about the prosperity of the nation. Every man had his own vine and mm -hmm. his own fig tree, which back then was like, what we would call the American dream. <clears throat> your white picket fence, your two kids, oh, okay. cat and a dog. like The White House. The White House. This is what everybody's aspiring to. So under Solomon, you get a taste of what God wants to do through Prosperity. Israel. Prosperity. And yes, it was a physical prosperity because God wants the nations to see what it's like to live in obedience. You're blessed. Right. Now today, we don't always see the prosperity in our own lives. But still, when but we you're obey, still blessed. we're blessed. Even through hard times, you can look right. and go, God has still blessed right. me. There's still much that God mm -hmm. does to bless us. Mm -hmm. But you get that picture of the nation is blessed. The king is obeying God. The nation is blessed and following God. And the nations are seeing it and responding to it. Because they look different. Because they look different. So tell us about your God that they makes you attractive. so different. They look attractive. Yes. It's, it's attractive. It's like... I want what you have. Yes. What do you have yes. that we don't have? Yes. So imagine when the, the king of kings gets on the throne in Jerusalem hmm. and he is ruling and reigning and Israel is obeying. Wow. I want to see that picture. Seriously. Wouldn't that be amazing? I want amazing? to live there right now, please. Oh, seriously. Like then the blessing that will flow from Israel to the nations. Because all those blessings ultimately point back to bringing God glory. Yes. The blessing. It's not about blessing yes. me so right. I can be happy and healthy right. and whole. Right. It's about God, you're getting the glory. So God, right. if our trees are like overflowing with crops. Right. Right. Who's God is doing? Who's your God that's yeah. doing this? It's coming. It's not. Right. We know it's not you. Right. It's it's your God. Right. So what's so different? Right. Hmm. Right. So that I so believe. the terms of the covenant are all to bring to bring God glory. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. to bring God glory. Here's how to live. Mm -hmm. So 
It's not a list of do's and don'ts. Yes. And we have to get away from them. The Mosaic Covenant is not a legalistic document saving the nation of Israel. Yep. It is the Torah is a part of it. Which is is why we've taken so long to go through this. Right. Because we we want our listeners to follow with us and understand. Right. So if you have questions, you've got to let us know. Right. But we want it's a you blessing. To, this it's a is blessing. why we can say the Torah is a blessing, right? Um, oh boy, are you wrapping up today, Er? Yes, yes, I am. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just jump. I'll just jump. She looked at the time. She gets excited about I talking did. about the blessing of Torah. Okay. Oh yeah, here it's Deuteronomy four five through eight. What you is? know what? Uh, where it talks about why? Um, I won't read it, but look it up. Okay. Deuteronomy 4, verses 5 through 8. God tells Israel, here's what I want to do through you. Okay. And then you see that with Solomon. Okay. The sign of this covenant is the Sabbath. In Deuteronomy 6, 23. No, sorry. Sorry. That's the wrong place in my notes. Exodus 31, verses 16 through 17. It's for the sign of the Sabbath. For the sign of the Sabbath. Yes. Just ignore Deuteronomy 6. Well, don't ignore it, but... Read that later. Yeah, read that later. Exodus 31 verses 16 through 17 is where he says the Sabbath is a sign of the covenant. It's like the wedding ring. Oh, yeah. It's the wedding ring for this specific covenant. And the Sabbath was Friday night sundown through Saturday night sundown. Mm -hmm. That is still the Sabbath. Right. It has never changed to Sunday. Now, I go to church. I meet with the church on Sunday. Because you are the church. Because we are the church. And I have no problem with meeting with the church on Sunday. But that is not the Sabbath. The Sabbath is still Friday night through Saturday night. And I believe the Jewish people are still called, because the Mosaic Covenant is still around, to rest on the Sabbath. But here's the thing. Again, is it, a, is it meant to be a hardship to rest? Because God says everybody's called to rest. Right, everybody that actually goes back to creation. Right. Everybody in your household, all your animals, your servants, your slaves everybody's called to rest so once a week but in this rest you're supposed to focus on god right you know it's like a date light night a weekly date night with the god of it's creation it's a date day it's not a, a date night. day <laughs> yeah a date day you know are you upset when your husband comes to you ronnie and says i just want one day with you no just... so if he's listening can you do that <laughs> right, right take me away from the kids for yes. 24 hours but think about it. We anticipate those kind of dates with right. our husbands. Right. And it's fun when it's spontaneous, but it's also a lot of times right. it has to be planned. Right. And, and so, Sabbath can be planned. Yes. It's okay to go, okay, I'm going to take this day. And we're not going to do chores. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! We're going to stay off screens. We're going to focus yeah. on God. So I would say, is it wrong for us as believers? We're not Jewish. Right. Is it wrong for us to participate in the Sabbath? I would say no. No, because I go back. Sabbath was even part of creation. Right. It goes before right. Mosaic Covenant. There are actually, and we are part of creation. Right. And there are actually numerous commands in the Torah that say for the Gentile or the stranger among you. Oh, interesting. So that I would, would say be a fun topic there are to stipulations even in the Torah that we as Gentiles, now that we've been grafted in, need to because think about. And the Sabbath would be one of them. Because I think even we all go, I would love to have a day where I could just go, you know what, kids? Right. We're just going to have a nice day together. Right. Family, we're going to go right. for a walk. We can talk about God. It doesn't right. mean I'm sitting in church no. all day long. It no. doesn't mean I have my Bible open all day long. It doesn't I'm, mean I sit there and do nothing all right. day. I get to just enjoy my family. Right. Forget my to-do list. Right. 
forget the worries and just go, you know what? Let's just be together right. as a family. Right. We can thank God. We can praise God. Right. The Sabbath is holy time. Set it's apart. a sacred time that mm-hmm. God set apart to focus on him and for us to be reminded the world doesn't revolve around and us. And so with that Sabbath, is there any kind of consequence if they don't? I think... Oh, I'm calling this... Ugh. I thought you knew that. I thought this, no. you were going there. It, you can die. They weren't even supposed to work on the Sabbath. It, okay, that's what they I thought. They weren't supposed to work on I don't constru- have that in my notes. I so thought I Exodus oh, 31 no. was it. They were supposed to... You could be cut off. You would be cut off. If you disobeyed the Sabbath. And But here's how important it was. The Sabbath outranked building the tabernacle. You did not even... They did not even work on building the tabernacle. Because, but once on the tabernacle Sabbath. tabernacle was finished, then they worked in the tabernacle on yes, the Sabbath. Yes, but it was still more important to have Sabbath than to let's get this tabernacle built. I didn't know that. Yes, interesting. I've taught Exodus before. Apparently. Oh, you pointed that out to me. Did I really? Yeah, it was a couple years ago. I taught Exodus. Huh. All right. So sign of the sa- sign of interesting the Mosaic Covenant. It was the Sabbath. Was the Sabbath right. sign of Abrahamic covenant was, was circumcision. circumcision. So that's why. Laying a foundation. These are such big things in the New Testament. Right. Circumcision, Sabbath. And kosher foods. Kosher foods. Those were like the identifying marks. Oh, that's a whole. (laughs) It is. Those are the markers, the boundary marks. Yeah. But just that's why you see so much discussion. And what do we do? Do Jewish people, do uh, Gentiles Mm -hmm. need to get circumcised when they come into the covenant? Do Gentiles need to keep the Sabbath? Mm -hmm. Do Gentiles need to eat kosher? Those are huge discussions in the New Testament. But we're going to leave you hanging and let you have those own discussions. Because mm-hmm, we, <laughs> we're going to let that go. No, we're just going to say we're running out of time. We are. So I'll end with this. Deuteronomy 30. Verses, are you wrapping up the Mosaic I'm totally right wrapping now? it okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Verses 11 through 14. This is Moses. Now what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you mm. or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so that we may obey it. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so you may obey it. Hmm. It wasn't too hard. They failed and God knew they were would fail, but he wasn't asking for perfection. Right. Faithful. And he wasn't setting them up to fail. He wasn't setting them up to fail, but he was saying, be faithful, walk with me. Mm-hmm. Be faithful, persevere. I'm writing it on your heart. I'm putting it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship from the get go, from the day one. This has been about a relationship. Mm-hmm. God and his people. God and his people. God dwelling with his people. Which goes back then to the creation. Right. God, God with walked Adam with and Adam Eve. and Eve. Mm-hmm. And right. so he's going, okay, let's, uh, he wants that. He wants to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't so, we? <laughs> so our encouragement for all of us is, it's not about being perfect. Never. It has never it's been about It's not about, perfection. and it's not about, okay, well, I only sinned so many times today. I'm doing right. good. No, when you sin, you repent. You repent. That's still being obedient. But right. make it right. Yep. So we all can have that. And we point to our sacrifice, mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thanks for joining us on the context and color <laughs> yes. of the Bible. Did you like my just ending? Yes. <laughs> well, we're done. I know. Erica's finished the Mosaic Covenant. Yes. It only took four weeks. That's all right. I know. I'll be back next week. Yes. To thankfully. teach on the Davidic Covenant. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. 
Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for joining us. Have a good week. Bye.